four, three, two, one. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Generic MMA Podcast. I'm joined, as always, by my partner in crime, Hayden MMA. When the last time we did one, like yesterday? Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, it has been a while since we have recorded, and to, to, uh, to put it very lightly, um, but we're back today to preview UFC 244. This card wasn't even a thing when we last recorded. <laughs> exactly. So we have an away. Everyone was talking about Nick on a three. So, <laughs> um, yeah, this is crazy. Um, I think I can't even remember the last episode that we did. I think the last episode that we did, Gaslam versus Till had just been announced. <laughs> like that, that was a long time ago. And now Till's about to knock him yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> right. We're going to be previewing that card today, but you messaged me a couple of minutes ago saying that you want to start something off. So I'm going to let you talk away. There. Oh, yeah. 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 So. All right. It was Halloween yesterday, right? It was Halloween yesterday. You know, it's like, if it's Halloween, the kid, the kids want to go trick-or-treating. Unless you're like the new age of kids. Kids want to go trick-or-treating. So I, I, I tell him a little bit of the trick-or-treating. We got to like every house on my block. All right. We went to this one house. This motherfucker must have been a, a pedo or something. Because like, <laughs> we knock on the door. We knock on the door. The guy opens. He comes in with like bald head Ali Abdulaziz type <laughs> Smoking a fag. All right, smoking a fag. And like my brother's like, he, say, he says trick or treat to him. And the guy's like, oh, trick or treat? Come on in. Like, come in the house. <laughs> like, hell no. We're not coming in no motherfucking house. I left. We were gone. Yeah, I, I, I don't blame you. He stood, there. he stood there just staring at us with a fag in his hand as we walked away from the house. <laughs> no, that, I mean, that's kind of acceptable over here in Ireland but it's only like if you know the person kind of or they're like a really really old woman because they seen him on TV I believe <laughs> oh that's mad um right we'll start off at the bottom of this UFC 244 card if you don't know who's on the card why are you living underneath a rock you need to watch this card okay the rock is part of this card who's the rock Sorry, uh, Dwayne Johnson. Oh, I've never heard of him. Yeah, as all you filthy casuals call him, Dwayne Johnson. That's just his nickname. His real name is The Rock. Exactly. Right, so... Yes, and his So Look into it. <laughs> so, for those of you who don't know, UFC 244 headlined... Um, by Jorge Masvidal versus Nate Diaz for the BMF title. You probably have no clue what that is if you have nothing, if you don't know what this card is. Um, basically, it's just so cool. <laughs> it's the bad belt. Yeah. Uh, so this is an absolutely stacked card, Madison Square Garden. They always go all out for this card every year. I remember um, about two years ago, and actually, it was it was two years ago. Bisping versus GSP. I stay. I woke up at half six. I woke up. I woke up probably about half past five. Actually, I think it was in the morning to get up, get uh, get get breakfast, uh, get myself dressed, 
uh, showered, all that, just so I could spend the entire day watching the Wayans. Wow. I was so, I love that card to pieces, and it's still one of my favorite cards. Of no, all time. Want, apart from the fact that let's not talk about that. He's undefeated. No, like Chelsea. I was, no, I was rooting for I was rooting for uh, GSP. That one. <sighs> all right. Anyway, I root for GSP in any other fight. All right, let's jump straight into the news. No, not the news, because this isn't one of those episodes. I. Some unfortunate Not circumstances. GMMA if there's no technical difficulties, right? Oh no! I mean, if there, if we get through an entire episode unscathed, something's definitely wrong. Um, right. Let's not waste any more time. Let's jump straight into the preview. So I'm going to start at the bottom of the prelims, uh, not the fight pass prelims, the BT Sport prelims, as they are commonly known over here. So. Let's start off uh, at the bottom. I know this card, top to bottom now, so I don't even need to. Um, yeah, I'm even... pretty sure. I do. Isn't the first fight like Brad Tavares and uh, Edmund Shabazian? Shabazian? Oh, so so close. Oh, Andrew Olovsky and that guy, the jab yeah. guy, knocked him. Fucking, what's his name? Jerzyno Rosenstrike. No, that's wrong. Jerzyno Rosenstrike. That one. Yeah. I'm so... going to try and pronounce that line. Right, so I'm gonna leave it over uh, to you for the first one. Uh, you can just just go for it, you know. I don't know. That one's a weird one because that guy has power. I guess. I mean, he knocked out Alan Crowder in one punch, and Greg Hardy couldn't do it with a illegal knee. <laughs> but I, I think I think Andre takes it by decision. Okay. Uh, it, it's it's. It's interesting. Um, I'm going with Rosenstrike on this one. Um, I'm not saying that Arlovsky is chinny because he's able to take big punches. Um, Ben Rothwell was it? That's it was post Usada Rothwell though. Is that is it really that good? I mean, it was a very impressive win and it was a terrific fight, better than I thought it was going to be, but. I think that Rosenstrike is going to catch him with a big right hand or like a head kick or something, just something completely out of the knock Arlovsky out cold. And I think that's pretty much the end of Arlovsky's career. Arlovsky retired years ago, but look, if he wants to fight and he's not getting too hurt, then that's all right. I was just a bit afraid of him coming into this fight because... Arlovsky's saying he wants to fight another five years. He's going to have some CTE. Oh my, he's 40. Why does he want to fight until he's 45? There's one person who could pull that off. No, two people. Dan Henderson and Randy, uh, and Randy Watts-Face. Couture. Couture, that's it. Who walks himself to the hospital after having a heart attack. That guy's a bad motherfucker. Yeah. For sure. Um... So, you're going with Arlovsky. I'm going with Rosenstrike on this one. So, it's good that we have uh, differing opinions, which means I get to shout at you next week when I'm right. Um, So, next up, uh, Brad Tavares, who is back off of a 16-month layoff. 16? It's been that long since he fought, isn't it? Yeah. I, I I I did the math. I did the math. I didn't feel like that long ago. 18 months? 16 months? Oh yeah, ju- just under 16 months, just by a couple of days. 
Jesus. Uh, anyway, he is back. Um, he is uh, competing in middleweight, as he usually does, and he is fighting uh, the rising prospect, Edmund... Edmund... No, it's not Edmund. Edmund Shabazian. I have no clue what I'm saying today. I got very little sleep. Edmund Shabazian, I think... Like, Brad Tavares isn't taking easy fights. He just, like, back-to-back Ize and then Shabazian. Shabazian's good as well. I think Shabazian's quite good. I do think that he's quite good. I didn't buy into the hype at first. Um, but then I watched some of his fights, and I was like, yeah, he's... He, he seems... like, took out Jack Marshman in, like, under a minute. Yeah. Yeah, that guy's good. So, I'm going to go with Shabazian on this one. Um... I think he probably wins by decision. I think that's what I have him down as winning. Two rounds out of three. Yeah. I mean, he might even go uh, two rounds to one. But, I, I don't know, Brad Tavares, um, he, is, he is a very tough guy. I, yeah, I don't, I don't think he's stopping Tavares. No, no, no. I think it will go to decision. Who knows? Um, Like, and we're back. We're back in the business. Right. Um, okay, seriously. And we've been interrupted two times. The third fight on the prelims already. So this is, going, this is going to be absolutely terrific. Why is the third fight on the prelims? It's not Johnny Walker. Right. No, there's four fights on the prelims. Oh, wait. But there's something that I'm forgetting. And I swear to God, it's like a sleeper fight. It's like a good fight, but I'm forgetting about it. It's a good fight, man. Right. Um, we both said uh, Shabazian by uh, by decision. Yeah, so awesome. now uh, we are going with Shane Burgos versus Macron. Yes. I think Burgos wins third round TKO. Yeah, I don't think that Burgos is going to be able to stop him. He hits hard and he's very explosive, very quick. But... I don't see him knocking Americani out. I know people have said that Americani is chinny. I don't think that he is. I think that he can take a fairly solid whop. But <laughs> I he said whop. I said whop. Um, so yeah, I probably say Burgos by decision. Um, if it goes to the ground, I favor Americani. Yeah, obviously. Um, like in his spare time. While he wasn't fighting, Americani's been taking amateur boxing fights in Finland, so maybe his striking has gotten a lot better. Um, maybe even even if he is fighting um, in amateur boxing in Finland, um, I don't think that's good enough um, for fighting Shane Burgos. So yeah, I'm going to go. Burgos got some of the best boxing in the division. He can crack. I mean, he went toe to toe with Calvin Cater. Yeah, he did get knocked out, but before that, he was competitive. Yeah, Burgos and Calvin Cater are two of the best boxers, I think. Not only the featherweight division has seen, but the entire of the lighter weight classes. Mm. Like, um, the people will talk about, like, um, Jose Aldo. He has great boxing. Yeah, he does, but he's primarily a kickboxer. If we're talking about pure boxers right here, Calvin Cater and Shane Burgos are probably the two best boxers in the entire division. Again, Max Holloway is terrific. Don't get me wrong. He refused to uh, come on the show, but that's neither here nor there. There's no bad blood uh, between Max and I. Um, 
But I think in a pure boxing match, I'd say Cater uh, could probably beat Holloway. And I think Holloway maybe beat Burgos. But Burgos is still one of the best boxers in in the entire division. He cracks too. I don't know. Yeah, there's just something about his boxing that seems to it just it's not like Max Holloway's punches, which are like really flush and they just make you go, Jesus Christ, he is so good. There's something about him. It doesn't snap either. It's just it's so it's it's good. It's just yeah. so good. So I'm going Burgos uh, by decision and you're going Burgos via TKO. Yeah, third round. Okay. Then we are going to the feature prelim, which is uh, Johnny Walker. Uh, he is looking to break into the top 10 in this fight. He is taking on uh, the totally exciting Corey Anderson. Um, it took me a lot of courage to say that Corey Anderson is a very exciting fighter because, spoiler alert, he's not. Um, probably the most boring fighter at light heavyweight, in not only in terms of his fighting style, uh, in terms of his personality as well. All he does is moan and whine that the UFC are promoting, but you're not promoting yourself. Exactly, talk some shit. Be like Colby Covington, just wear the Donald Trump hat. Go talk some shit. <laughs> oh yeah, if you if you don't know, uh, Donald Trump is going to be at this event. Yep, that's going to go down great. I think I've seen someone on Twitter like imagine all the headlines are gonna come out of this. Donald Trump watches two uh, watches uh, Mexican watches yeah, Mexican and keep them back for Penny. <laughs> I wonder how much camera time he's gonna get. <laughs> <laughs> Probably fuck all. <laughs> um, but that's crazy, Donald Trump. I think Colby's absolutely raging that he's not on this card. Oh yeah, Colby is. He's probably punched a hole in his wall if he can do that. <laughs> um, yeah, he's he's definitely pissed. He's gone full on rampage. Jackson smashing the door up. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, as we were saying, Corey Anderson he ripped down the Donald yeah. poster off his wall. <laughs> um. So Corey Anderson, very dull guy. Um. I'll I'll start off on this one. I think the Johnny Walker. Is going to send Corey Anderson uh, all the way past the shadow realm. It's going to bounce him off a big wall and send him back through to Earth for a couple of minutes, and then keep him in the shadow realm for a while. So he's going to he's going to go across multiple universes uh, because of Walker's flying knees. Um, Anderson, he's a good wrestler. I'll give I'll, I will I will give him that. Have a conversation. Who are you talking to the Pope? We don't get a little bit. Why do you have to drop the phone like you're going to be shot when I walk in the room? Hello? Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. My mic, I swear. Right. We good? Yeah, we're all good. All right, we good, we good. Um... So yeah, Walker smashed him all day long. Thing is, Walker, the way he's been talking has been scary. Because he's talking about like, I'm not just flying knees. I want to win a decision. I want to take him down. Come on, Johnny Walker. We want flying knees. 
We want head kicks. We don't want no decisions. We want it's base. It's base. Of course, it's base. There's no way that Johnny Walker is going to go in there and put on. I don't know. Comes out by like Askren. Yeah, he's not going to go in there and look to out wrestle Corey Anderson, one of the best wrestlers at light heavyweight. He's going to go in there and try and knock his head off. Johnny Walker's a wild motherfucker. He really is. You never know what's going on in his head. No. Um, I, I'm going to say Johnny Walker via second round KO, flying knee. I think first round. I think oh. first round. I, I, actually, I actually think Anderson probably gets him uh, to the ground in the first round. And he kind of ends the round there when we're all a bit shocked, like, oh, Jesus, Anderson might win this. Shit, yeah. And then he'll he'll uh, come out in the second round as Anderson goes for the takedown, maybe like 14 seconds into the round. And he's going to get clocked with a flying knee. Yeah, I can see that happening too. So, yeah. uh, Johnny Walker, flying knee, KO round two or round one. Really just depends on how the both come out. Yeah, if Walker comes out really all like completely all over the place, like he did against uh, Misha Sarkinov, I think he could probably get done in the first. But I think he's going to be more calm because he knows that this fight might go. It might go the distance if Anderson is able to get in on a, on the takedown. He won the decision on the Dana White show, though the Dana White Contender Series. So was that a? I'm not worried about his cardio. I think he's got good cardio. Really. I, I mean, he went three rounds on the Contender Series, so. Yeah, okay, fair enough. People worry right. about his cardio. They need to watch him on the Contender Series first because he went three rounds. I will do that. Um. All right, so that is the prelims done. I mean, that could be... All of those fights could probably headline a show somewhere. Oh, yeah. Um, and that's just that's just the prelims so uh, let's jump straight into the main card and for all you UK and Ireland fans out there you don't have to buy it on pay-per-view oh thank you BT Sport but if you fuckers put 245 on pay-per-view no 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 I was I was um, discussing with one of my work colleagues about whether or not they were going to put it on and uh, according to my sources uh, they're not putting any of the cards for the rest of the year on. If McGregor, if, if McGregor comes back in January, they'll definitely put it on pay-per-view. Oh, yeah, 100%. Even though it's fine, Cowboy. So, oh, my God. To be fair, though, Cowboy, it the people acting like Cowboy is a shit cunt now because he's lost two. You need to remember, he's lost to Ferguson and Gaethje. He's not a shit cunt. <laughs> You know what I mean? So if you, yeah. want, if you want to call Cowboy a shit cunt and say, oh, McGregor shouldn't be fighting him because he's shit at fighting, just leave. I'm not saying McGregor should fight him. I'm saying he's like the toughest matchup. I'm just saying. He's not a shit cunt. Cowboy can scrap. Okay, oh, hold on now for a second. Can you hear that from the other side of my mic? Hear what? Okay, you can. That's good. If you hear loud screaming... Singing, shouting—that's just people that I've locked in my basement. Anyway, 
um, main card uh, opening up uh, live on ESPN Plus. Uh, just buy the pay per view. It's only like sixty dollars. It's fine. You, oh, you sorry. Sorry, like, what don't you even worry about it. It's only sixty dollars. You Americans sit around all day eating food and going, "Yeah, I I do love America obesity. I love money." Um, <laughs> you can did. spend it on your guns. Yeah, I was just about to bring up <laughs> gun violence, <laughs> but I thought I wouldn't because it's a bit touchy. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, uh. Kevin, the Motown phenom Lee, uh, also known as Kevin, uh, the man bun Lee. Kevin Hall. Yeah. Kevin Lee is the kind of guy to see holes in Swiss cheese. Oh, true. That is one, that is one of my favourite jokes ever. I, I, I invented it. I'm very proud of it. Kevin has been working with GSP. Which means that he is probably going to come out a lot better. He's the goal. Um, so, is he going to win this fight? Hayden, you break it down for all of us filthy casuals. Because Gillespie, Gillespie, I don't know how to say it, Gillespie can wrestle like a motherfucker. He really can. Like a motherfucker for two rounds. But after round two, what can he do? But now he's been working with GSP, we don't know he's going to come out. Like, we don't know if he's going to come out throwing fucking head kicks and shit. He's been working with GSP. GSP is like, he's the GOAT. So Kevin Lee's going to come out. He's going to be the greatest fighter of all time. I don't know, though, because Gillespie is good. Oh, he's the hardest fight on the whole card. Really? Yeah. I'm going with Gillespie by decision. I think that um, Kevin Lee is going to look impressive in the first round. Probably he might even drop Gillespie. I'll even go that far. I'm not a fan of Kevin Lee by any means. I mean, I like his fighting style, but I absolutely despise him as a person. It's like James Vick. I liked him until he started talking. <laughs> um. So is James Vick? Yeah. No, he's not. He's definitely not. For those of you who have also been living underneath a rock, Nico Price, what a guy. Come on the podcast. Come on the show next time, brother. I will try and get Nico Price on the podcast. James Vic, Ben Askren, the Battle of the Ghosts, to find out <laughs> who the best ghost is in the UFC. The <laughs> title. Brilliant. So I'm going with Gillespie by decision, 29-28. Yeah. Um, I think. Yeah, I yeah. Yeah, I think Gillespie's too good on the ground and Kevin Lee thinks that his cardio is amazing. Uh, but, I mean, what, one of the biggest holes in... Kevin Lee can see holes in everything except for his own game. <laughs> All right, Jesse that's like, to do this. He's like, no, I'm the GOAT. I'm the more-time phenom, motherfucker. Who are you? You're GSP? What? You only defended the world to about, what, six, seven times? Get the fuck out of here. I'm Kevin Lee. I would have round against RDA. What fuck did you do, GSP? Two division world champion, most title defenses <laughs> in welterweight history. Did you uh, win around against Rafael dos Angeles? Like, no. 
like third most title defenses in UFC history. Nah, he's Kevin Lee, man. He's got good wrestling, and he gets staff infections really easily. <laughs> and he mounted Tony Ferguson. Oh no! Oh my God, if another Khabib fan makes the point that Tony Ferguson got mounted by Kevin Lee, I'm going to find them and I'm going to shoot their dog. That dog. I, I've heard that That's so that much. But but uh, right, I can make an extremely valid argument as to why I think that Tony Ferguson will win the fight, and someone will just go, yeah, well, he got mounted by Kevin Lee. Uh, he smashed your boy. Fuck Island. Fuck, oh my Fuck Justin Gaethje. <laughs> All these Russian fans, right? They go around saying like, oh yeah, I, I, Ireland's a shithole. Fuck Ireland. We smashed your boy. I was like, first of all, he's not my boy. I haven't liked him in God knows how long. And then like, if we go around and say that, to them it's so racist but they can say it to us that oh, is discrimination it's a bunch of Guinness drinking bastards <laughs> sure I'm afraid that um, Callie might have a small addiction to Guinness <clears throat> it's ugly he went he went to Ireland once and now every other day on a Snapchat story it's a picture of a pint of Guinness so <laughs> Um, hopefully he's not to this if you are uh, hit, hit me up on Snapchat we, we can have a little talk <laughs> um, yeah we'll get you on that corona instead brother <laughs> I've caved in now I've, I've accepted that corona is uh, the best beer out there yep fuck Modelo <laughs> but Modelo they're, they're the official beer of the UFC I gave Brian Ortega a choice 10 years ago <laughs> Teach me about MMA. So basically, 10 years ago, Brian Ortega had a choice. <laughs> right. Um, next fight. Heavyweights. We all love the heavyweights, the big fat bastards. Um, uh, Derek Lewis, the man himself who fought on this card last year. Um, See how that went for him. Yeah, it didn't go great. I can't believe that I thought that Derek Lewis had a chance in that fight. <laughs> we all did anyway let's not talk about those those very very weird times um, Derek Lewis is back and he is fighting Blagoy Ivanov Ivanov Bulgarian lad um, right, let me just get this started if people think that Blagoy is going to beat Derek Lewis because he beat Tai Tuivasa by decision what can we do for these people Okay, I think the black guy. I think the black guy. Ivanov is gonna win, but not because he bet tied to Ivasa. I think that Ivanov is gonna win because Lewis is not going to win. I don't know. I like Derek Lewis. I don't want to see him lose anymore. Someone said Derek Lewis by knockout. I, I I like Derek Lewis. He's so funny. He's a great lad. You know, if you brought him out for a few points, like he'd be absolutely spot on. Like, um. But I don't like his chances in this fight. Ivanov is a bit flat-footed. He's smaller. Probably he always looks like he's I, like he's absolutely shitting himself. Um, but <laughs> aren't we all just shitting ourselves? Um. So he, he, despite all that, 
I think that Ivanov is going to win this one on boxing and I don't know, maybe he's uh, who knows, maybe he's a new, he's the world taekwondo champion and he's going to kick the liver out of Lewis. Oh, Benavente comes out spinning back kick. Yeah. I th- no, I think body shots are going to play a big role in this. I think uh, he's going to eat. Lewis is going to catch him eventually. <clears throat> If he does, it's he, Ivanov's not getting back up. Yeah, and, uh, that sort of power. Still not as hard hitting as Francis, though. I don't think after seeing his last few fights. No, like um, if you watch the JDS fight, like when uh, he kicked him in the body with the spinning like back kick, you saw like Derek Lewis hunch over, then he whipped out the right hand. He caught him kind of clean, and it didn't put him out. But Francis, it didn't even look like that hard shots, and it put him away. Yeah, Ngani was just, he's, a, he's, he's just a whole other animal. Um, but I think Ivanov, I think he digs uh, to the body for, for most of the fight. He might take it to the ground um, because why not? Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to go Ivanov by decision at probably 29, 28, maybe 30, 27, 30, 26. Oh, don't say that. <laughs> Derek Lewis knockout round two. Ooh, that's a scary prediction. Anyway, next up is um, what's next? Wonder Boy versus Luke. Oh, so Wonder Boy, he's not doing great at the minute. He's He's on a two-fight losing streak. His last win was at UFC 217 over Jorge Masvidal in Madison Square Garden. Guys, that doesn't count as a loss. He doesn't. He didn't have the Jesus hair. That wasn't a loss. <laughs> Jesus hair. Okay, that was a different person. So, um, yeah, Wonderboy's not doing great at the minute. Luke, on the other hand, is on a six-fight win streak. No, he's not. Uh, he lost to Mike Perry. Okay, fair enough. Um, okay, Luke was on a five-fight win streak, all five of them being stoppages. Uh, however, the judges thought that he beat Mike Perry. Um, so now he's on a six-fight win streak with five stoppage wins. Um, he absolutely shattered Mike Perry's nose in half. He's got great striking. However, Wonderboy is so good. He can hit you from 14 different angles before you can say Mississippi. It's a weird analogy, but that's what we're all about here. Exactly. GMMAP. Home of Corona, Max Holloway's rejections, and weird analogies. Let's go. <laughs> so I'm going with Wonderboy by unanimous decision. 30 27, 30 26, and 30 26. Yeah, Luke's shit. Wonderboy third round knockout. Spinning heel kick to the dome. If Luke wins this, I will take him very, very seriously. Luke um, wins because... shit, cunt. He still lost to Mike Perry. Fuck off. <laughs> Anyone in the top five. All right, we got past that one very quick. I think that fight is not getting a lot of coverage. Because Wonderboy has kind of lost relevance lately. I think he's, I think he's awesome. 
Wonderboy. Yeah, I, I love Wonderboy. I personally thought that he beat Tyron Woodley in the second fight. But yeah, he was winning every bit of the fight apart from the last, like, minute when he just got dropped, like, 20 times. Like, I can kind of understand why they thought that it was a draw because Woodley won the third round, I think. I think he, he took him down. That probably stole the round for him. Uh, and then the fifth round, he dropped him. So that's a 10 8 there. So if he hadn't have dropped him, it would have been. Uh, yeah, but he dropped him. So it was a draw. I don't know how Woodley won that fight, though. I I just don't know. Mm. Woodley's still good. I think Woodley, if, if he fights Leon Edwards, we'll fucking find out how good he is again because I think he was going to start Leon Edwards. Oh, time. yeah. I'm hoping I'm from, that he does. Yeah, I'm from England. I don't, I don't like Leon Edwards. No one likes Leon Edwards. Leon Edwards. He's a shit fighters. He looks good when he was smashing RDA all over and then he opens his mouth with his... <laughs> Oi, Fucking retarded. Fucking... Oh, I hate people from Birmingham. <laughs> I've had a really, really bad day. Shut up. Gives a fuck about Leon Edwards. <laughs> anyway, on to the next one. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we go for shouting abuse at people too. Right, next fight. Um, oh my God. Dan, I've been tagging you every day this week saying... Oh. It's... It's however long until Darren Till fights. It's tomorrow. It is. Like, he's weighing in in half an hour as of the time of recording. Yep. Well, that is fucking doubting him. Again. Who's fucking doubting me now? Exactly. They doubted him against Wonderboy now. No one, like, barely anyone doubted him against Big Tyrant. Barely anyone doubted him against Street Jesus. Now people are doubting him again against Kelvin Gaslam. Till second round knockout. Gaslam second round knockout. Money in the bank. Till second round knockout. I am I I will always back Till. Always. Unless he like kills someone. Um I still probably back him. I wouldn't. Or he gets caught with kitty porn. Um that's one time. That yeah, that's 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 kinda of the end. Um, I think but, Till with a taxi. <laughs> Caroline, he's gonna crash into Kelvin Gaslam. All right, I like, like talking shit about him, but Kelvin Gaslam is fucking wank, and Taron Till's gonna <laughs> knock him out. I, I, think mean, Gaslam... I think he took too much damage against Stylebender because <clears throat> people always say, "Oh, Stylebender has no knockout power." He just knocked out Robert Whitaker. Whoever does that, this guy can fucking crack, and he was cracking Gaslam in that fifth round. I think he took way too much damage. I'm not gonna lie to you. I cried for about four hours straight after that fight. I I, I am... I, I love Poirier. Nate Diaz. Masvidal. Masvidal. Yeah. How's he going to win? What round is he going to win? Three. Right, Mystic Logan. Keep that in Fucking... mind. Nice one. I'm leaving that in there. <laughs> how about how about Darren Till Kelvin Gaston? Who's gonna win? Round two. What round? Round three. Yeah. Round three. How? 
Oh, go on, Logan. Do some nasty strokes, like Van Dusen strokes. What's Kelvin Deslam? A cheetah. A cheetah. Yeah. Cheetah. He's a cheetah. Yeah, he's got a rough one. Right, you leave now. Go on. Nice one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here tweeting at a Boss Logic here. He keeps quoting my tweets. So, um, I just I replied to him there. P.S. Are we going to be quoting each other's tweets from now on, stealing attention from one another? And he replied, "But yeah, we should." While quoting it. Oh shit! I shall just respond with laughing emojis. Anyway, um, we left off yesterday, uh, at the Gaslam versus Till fight. So now we're going to do. You know, what? I've actually I've changed my mind. I am going with Till now. But the preview that went up yesterday that I wrote, I had a Gaslam by knockout. Happened with me oh. and Kevin Lee and Gregor Gillespie. I said Lee would win on the preview, preview, but now I think Gillespie takes the decision. Right, we're going to get all into the all into the weight stuff, and uh, once we're finished our preview, and then once we're done with the weight stuff, uh, we're going to do a couple of uh, viewer questions. Yeah, right. We, we actually, what I'm saying about it right now, all right, have you heard Kelvin's interviews this week? I said this on Twitter earlier. Have you heard his interviews this week? He sounded fucking punch drunk. He took way too much damage in that fifth round against um, against Stylebender. I think Till's going to catch him clean. I really do. I, like, I'm not confident about any of these fights. I think the most the fight that I'm most confident about on this card is... Probably Rosenstrike versus Arlovsky, and even still, you never know with Arlovsky. He could just show up and be a bad motherfucker. So I think, I think the most confident I am with this card is probably uh, Wonderboy and Luke. I don't think Luke can um, deal with the footwork and the movement. In a weird way, I could see Luke maybe cutting off an angle, and maybe this could be one of those stories like Pettis cracked his chin and it was never the same. Maybe. Um, but I think. Like we said uh, earlier, I think Wonderboy gets it done, probably by decision. Right, are we on to the core main or the main now? Uh, the main event now. All right. I'm pretty um, sure. Yeah, Masvidal Nate Diaz for the bad motherfucker belt. Can we just say, that bad motherfucker belt looks way better than I thought it would. Oh, yeah, right. Like, I, I actually, I was, I thought I was going to bring this up, but, like, I plan out these things. And then I forget half of them while I'm midway through it. That's the first thing I was meant to talk about. Yeah. Um, so the belt was uh, revealed yesterday. If you don't know what we're talking about, the baddest motherfucker belt, the BMF World Championship, uh, was revealed yesterday by Dana White. It's like 20 pounds in weight. It's a good few kilos. Uh, it's got black diamonds. It's got 244 on the side, 500. It Madison actually says motherfucker on it. That's crazy. I didn't think. Yeah, I'm. It. I'm very surprised that they didn't censor that. ESPN. They're gonna have to like. They're gonna have to fucking censor the belt. Fuck ESPN. It's on pay per view. <laughs> um. Yeah, I love that belt. I. You know what? Like, I've seen a couple of people on Twitter, like even Hingsta, and I know you're listening to this. I don't care what you say. I fucking love that belt. Yes, it's slightly unoriginal, but who gives a fuck anyway? <laughs> it says bad motherfucker on it. You can't. That's all I wanted. I just wanted it to say bad motherfucker somewhere on the belt with no censoring. And I got that. 
So I'm happy with that. Come okay, on, that press conference last night was fucking shit. It wasn't terrific, man. Colby getting abused from the crowd. That was pretty fun. Um, other than that, not, not much really happened. The shit talk was boring. Why did Marty come out wearing, like, no shirt? Was he, like, trying to scare Colby or something? He was trying to show everyone that he's probably on steroids. Like, <laughs> like Usman's in shape, but my fucking God, he's in shape. He's always yeah. been, like, a big... He's always been a, a really, really big guy and really muscly. And when he fought Woodley, I thought, yeah, he's definitely taking something. But fucking hell. He's a big boy. He's a very big boy. He cuts He cuts a lot. He must cut a lot. Not as much as Darren Till used to cut, I don't think, though. No. Till I, I, thought, I thought Darren Till was always the biggest welterweight there was. He was always the biggest welterweight. Very well be. Very well could be true if he was still fighting there. I think he's. I think it might be one of the bigger middleweights as well. I mean, did you see like I think it was a month ago or something when he posted like him training? He looked like fucking Paulo Costa. Yeah, like I I thought that was photoshopped or something because he looked like fucking Brock Lesnar with Darren Till's head. <laughs> that tattoo on his arm. Oh my god. <laughs> the tattoo. I, I, I can't be the only one who thought that that was Paige Van Zandt. Oh. Am I the only one who thought that? <laughs> Yeah, I think so. You know, I like Darren Till, but that tattoo's shit. That tattoo's really bad. That tattoo is really bad. Why'd you get Paige Van Zandt tattooed on your arm, man? Darren Till. Still want you to knock out that cheetah, Kelvin Gastelum, though. Cheetah. So, uh, main event Jorge Masvidal, Nate Diaz. Hayden, you start off. Um, Well,. I'm gonna be honest. I know, I know, I know. This is gonna hurt some of you. Diaz didn't look great against Pace. He looked good in the clinch, but like from distance, Pace was tagging him. And Masvidal, yeah. Masvidal's up. He hits hard. I don't care. He's one of the hardest hitting welterweights. He hits harder than Conor McGregor did. And Conor McGregor managed to sit Nate down a few times. So I think Masvidal's gonna keep tagging him eventually. And I don't think Masvidal gasses either. I don't think he'll gas. <clears throat> people say Nate Diaz can submit him. I think people who say Nate Diaz submission aren't looking at the fight properly. You need to remember, Masvidal had Maya on his back for three rounds and survived. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Masvidal, uh, I think I think he's going to take it in the third round, TKO. I oh, think he's just going to keep adding up damage on Nate's face over the two rounds. And then the third round is just going to be too much. I I, I really don't know. Like, I have flip-flopped on this fight ever since it was announced. Um, I think I went with Diaz by decision in my prediction, but you you can't know in this kind of fight. Um, I Actually, I agree with you. I personally think that Diaz didn't look as good as everyone said that he did against Pettis. He looked good. He didn't look great. He didn't come out there like... The thing is, that wasn't the best against... showtime I've ever seen either. Like, showtime look, didn't look that great on the night. You know, He didn't look great either. No, it was like... Like when he fought Michael Johnson, he was in shape, he was quick, and that was the last fight. Or maybe it's just his hand speed at lightweight. Maybe he just doesn't. You know, we're not. We're thinking of the lightweight Nate Diaz, who has lightning fast hands and is able. To he was fucking up Conor McGregor in the in the second fight, in that third round. 
he looked way better in the Conor McGregor fight than he did against Pettis. And I don't know if it's the layoff. Because for all we know, he could come in against Mazarin and look like a fucking beast, you know what I mean? But he didn't look great against Pettis. I think... I'm going with Diaz because I just think it's a more reliable bet. You know... I think Mazarin's just a better striker. Yeah, I think Mazarin is a better striker. Nate is better on the ground. But not by much, though. Not by much. Masvidal doesn't gas out, but I think he slows down. Just, like not a lot, but just a bit. But if you give Nate some, some like even any kind of leeway, he's gonna take it. Yeah, it's just like the way I see it, though. Like if Pettis came out against Nate the same way he did against Ferguson, I think he would have won. If he came out yeah. swinging like he did against um, Tony, I think he would have won, but. I don't know. Diaz is is weird. It's weird because I know that he's come back after three years. So obviously he's not going to look that good on his first fight back. Maybe this fight he comes out looks better. But I still think Masvidal's the safer bet. I think I think he wins this third round TKO. I'm going with Diaz by decision because I think Masvidal slows down even just a tiny bit. Diaz is going to capitalize on it. I there could be knockdowns. There's a possibility that it could get stopped on cuts. I hope it doesn't. Because we're just going to have the fucking casuals just fucking screaming. What, I don't like, oh, see. Diaz didn't even win. Or Masvidal yeah. didn't even win. Or... I, yeah, what I don't want to see is I don't want to see Masvidal lose and then like everyone turning. Like, oh yeah, this guy was overrated. He only beat Ben Askren and Darren Till. Ben Askren's a fucking bum. You know, yeah. like, oh, Masvidal hasn't beat anyone good. He's a shit con. He's uh, lost. Uh, he's two and two in his last four. All that shit. But he's... Three and two in his last five. Yeah, I don't He's know. Four, two I feel like Masvidal loses that the people are gonna switch on him like bad. Like people are gonna go from loving him to be like, yeah, this guy talks so much shit about Kobe and all this shit. He's never gonna fight Kobe Covington because he's a shit con. Yeah, you know what I mean. He lost to Nate Diaz. Like either one of these guys can win. Especially I- if 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 he loses this. And then Masvidal loses, they're going to completely just shit on him. Because, like, oh, Ben Masvidal. Mas- ben, uh, ben Askren, oh, he's a fucking shit cunt. And Till hasn't won a fight in ages. Just, like, win or lose, I would respect these guys so much. Unless they do something stupid. Like, fucking go out and do fucking eye pokes or something. Oh, can you imagine? Masvidal comes that, out doing a fucking five-second dick kick like he did against Darren Till. Oh, if that ends the fucking fight, I'm going to sue <laughs> BT. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm, I'm just going to sue BT because they owe me like 45 quid. BT owes me 100 and... Oh, no, 100 and, Like 40-something because of the pay-per-views. Yeah. This is a shit. I, I bought... Yeah, but, but, I bought... Buy some pay-per-view BT sport. I bought both of those. You bought both of them? I watched them on my phone on um, undisclosed things. Yeah, we can't be putting that out there on Twitter. Fucking Brendan Shaw is going to come in and steal them. Fuck you. <laughs> Fucking hot. Brendan Shaw, man. Oh, my God. Right. Um, so, I can't remember who we've picked for every fight underneath the main card. Uh, but if I you don't think watch... Johnny Walker. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, I think, yeah, that's about it. If you want to, what do I, right, weigh-ins. Let's just stop dicking about the weigh-ins. Everybody made weight except for Jennifer Except for Jennifer Maya. She came in at 127.5. And Kelvin Gastelum. And Kelvin Gastelum. Uh, Kelvin Gastelum you, Kelvin. weighed in with one minute left on the clock and um, he had to use the towel. And as he was using uh, the towel, um, there was a little bit of controversy. He leaned on his boyfriend. Because <laughs> his coach... Rafael Cordero, uh, I butcher that uh, Portuguese pronunciation. Okay. It's, um, he he, his coach kind of stood very very close to him, and Gaslam leaned back and put most of his weight on his coach's shoulder, which brought him down to one eighty four. So, people are alleging that Gaslam did not make weight, and this is another version of tailgate. We all know this that motherfucker was two sixty five. <laughs> Gaslam for heavyweight. Imagine he moves up to two hundred five now. It'd be it'd be another Rumble Johnson story. No, it won't. Cause they'll get destroyed. True. <sighs> um. So I mean, you can go and watch the footage if you want. This is a podcast, so we can't show you. Um, what is, what is this? The Joe Rogan experience? You think we've got that kind of money? Pull that up, Jamie. I need to fucking hire Jamie from Twitter just so I can have someone <laughs> to say. That's the one thing. The only thing I want to do, I want to go on Joe Rogan just so I can tell Jamie to pull something up. Um, so you can go and watch the footage if you want. Uh, the New York State... Uh, the New York State Athletic Commission said that uh, said the Gaslam will be fighting, but they are going to be having a little investigation into it. Um, and also, uh, Darren Till, what a class guy! He said that if they deduct the purse from Kelvin, that Kelvin can keep it, or he's going to donate it to Walt Harris. Yeah, I think it'd be better if he donates it to Walt Harris. To be honest, Walt Harris is going through some shit. Yeah, if you don't know uh, what we're talking about, Walt Harris, uh, who was a top UFC heavyweight uh, contender, fucking great striker. Um, he is uh, currently going through a really, really tough time. Him and his, his, is it his wife? Yeah, his daughter's missing. Yeah. Um, For like a week if, or two now, a week or something, a week or two, I think. Yeah, I, if there is, I don't know if there's a GoFundMe page or anything. If there is, please give what you can. Uh, I know I'm going to be donating to it right now uh, after this podcast because, you know, no parents should have to go through that. And, um, you know, it's great that Dana White has donated $25,000. John Jones has donated to it. I think um, it's just there's a lot of fighters out there who are giving to it and a lot of people in the MMA uh, community are giving to it so please just give what you can it's for an absolutely terrific cause because you know um, no parents deserve to ever go through something like this so it's for a fire it's for the safety of uh, the daughter um, it's just it, it's you, you need to do it 
Yeah. He, he, he pulled out of his fight with um, the Reem, right? Yeah. You know what that means? <laughs> oh, Big Francis. No, you fucking think already like that fight. <laughs> Big Francis. If we know, if Overeem takes that fight, we'll know how badly he got fucking brain damage from Nganu. <laughs> CTE. CTE, baby. Well, you know, he should oh, step up fucking Luke Rockhold should step up and fight the Reem. Do you see fucking Luke Rockhold's Instagram? <laughs> Did you see that shit? Oh my god, what did Michael Bisping do to that man? He has done some fucking serious brain damage. Oh my god, Michael Bisping, what have you done? <laughs> anyway, so everybody made weight. Um, the Rock had a press conference after uh, the movie about Mark Kerr. You know, I'm going to see that shit. Yeah, I was actually, I'm not going to lie, I was a little bit underwhelmed at first because I was expecting Habib versus Tony. Um, I was expecting him to say, like, hey, Greg Hardy, motherfucker, the rock's gonna cook your ass. And all that shit. Um, fight someone. But you know what? I'm actually I'm really happy about this because Mark, uh, Mark Kerr, excuse me, um, a fighter that not a lot of the mediocre fans or the casual fans would know, he's a fucking animal, or he was an animal uh, back, back, back in the day. Um, absolute roids machine. But how, like, how was the Rock gonna play him? Because he's really? big. Is it meant to be like Mark Hart in his prime? Then he does all the drugs, and by the end of the film, he's sober again. How the fuck is the fifty-year-old Rock meant to play a twenty-five-year-old Mark Hart? The Rock can make anything believable. <clears throat> True. When The Rock says he's going to do something, The Rock doesn't. So, I'm I'm quite excited for that. Uh, sir, first, like, big budget MMA film. I know yeah. Jose Aldo got a film a couple of years ago, but it's all in Portuguese, I think. Oh, shit. Don't forget about the famous Conor McGregor film. Uh, you know what, right? Back when I was a fan of Connor, back in fucking 2014, um, there was a series on television oh, called yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Notorious, right? I fucking got those DVDs before the film came out. I got them for Christmas. I was fucking delighted. Are they, are they making a Bisping film next year as well? What is it? It's like the documentary movie about Bisping. I want to see that shit. Yeah, yeah, it's it's all of it. It's all like the Bisping film called Built for This, I think. I think it's called Built for This. And it's like Bisping from the early stages of his career, like back when he's fighting in like Cage Rage and all that shit to obviously the top. Yeah, that's that's going to be crazy. Wow. I, think, I, I, I don't know if Bisping can film it right now because he's got the freaking Iron Man knee now. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Yeah. I think he's already filmed it. I think now they're just like going through the final show and it drops next year. Nice. I'm fucking... I'm hyped for that. Wow. So there's a lot of MMA films going on at the minute. Don't it's forget about time. the best film, Conor McGregor versus Cowboy Cerrone. <sighs> it is a very good time to be 
an MMA fan at the minute. We've got the BMF title fight. We've got three title fights next month. Oh, my God. Clown Shoes, Clown Shoes McGregor might be back. Mine. Depends on if he has another court case on that date, you know. Oh, he has 18 previous convictions. Has he, has he beat Johnny Bones? I think, I think he has. Fuck's sake, Conor McGregor. What have you done? <laughs> if you've got more convictions than John Jones, you know you're fucked up. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, yeah, so it's, it's a very good time at the minute. This card tonight, absolutely fucking stacked. Oh, um, I think it's the best card we've had since Bisping GSP. That card, man. That card. I remember vividly waiting. I think I was at, I think I was out. I was probably out in the countryside, and uh, I think I was at my cousin's house, and he was gone away for the night, and he said, "Right, you just use away on my PlayStation there because I'm gonna be out." It's like, yeah, sound. So I was I was waiting for so long just to see the fucking weigh-ins. Man, the thing is, that night, really, like, I, I loved the card. The card was so good. But it really pissed me off because all the people, apart from uh, Rose, that I wanted to win, like, lost. Like, um, what's his name now? Masvidal lost to fucking Wonderboy. Cody Garbrandt lost to TJ. I, want, I wanted Cody to win that shit so bad. And then uh, Bisping lost to GSP. And even though I like GSP, I'm never rooting against Michael Bisping. Come on. I was rooting for Bisping. Or not Bisping, GSP. I, I like GSP, but I can never root against Bisping or Darren Till. It doesn't matter who they fight. So I'm so glad Bisping's retired. Imagine if fucking Darren Till moved up and they fought each other. I'd kill myself. <laughs> who who would you root for? I wouldn't watch it. <laughs> um, right. What else were we going to talk about? Um, fan questions two, four, five. Shit, yeah, shit, shit, yeah. The fan questions. So, um, right, I'm gonna go into Twitter. If this dies off, I'll just invite you back. All right, three, two, one. I'm in Twitter. We're still live. Oh, yes. I swear to God, Boss Logic is giving me a lot of clout. Thank, thank you, Boss Logic. Coven Gaslam, thank you for being a cheater. You gave me a hell of a lot. I think that's my most liked tweet I've ever put out. Right. Um, How many likes did that show? I think that's like 250 likes. I'm going to look up GMMAP. Oh, wow. Cool. It's on Twitter. What is GMMAP. When I search it up, this shit is there. Wow. All, all the questions are... Well... We're famous, lads. Oh, what, what else came up? Are you struggling financially but too busy at work to do anything about it? That's from GMMAP, Jersey yeah. side. Hey, GMMAP, the money thing. You're taking everything I work for, motherfucker. <laughs> okay. Um, questions... Shit, where the fuck are the questions? Oh, motherfucker. Fuck off. Wait, can you hear me? 
Yeah, I can. Nice. I, I, I want. I want. I want a video of Kelvin Gastelum speaking by accident. <laughs> um, this is from absolute legend of the podcast, Hinkster. Uh, three upcoming fights after two forty four. You'd class as BMF style title bouts. That's a good one, actually. Um, that that is a good question. Um, that's a, that's, that's football, a hard one. Is it is quite a hard one. Um. Ooh, you are some bad motherfuckers. Bad uh, Stipe Miocic. Yeah, Stipe versus DC3. That's a bad motherfucker fight. Stipe um, versus Ngannou too. Yeah, and maybe. Stipe yeah. too. <laughs> Stipe versus what too? Struve. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Struve's a bad motherfucker. <laughs> Those are my three picks. <laughs> I think my three picks is um, Bisping and Romero, if Bisping was still active. Nice. I don't get why people are saying Romero wants uh, why Romero deserves to fight. Is he next? No, he fucking doesn't. You fucking idiot. Even if he got robbed in his last fight, which I don't think he did, um, it's official that he lost his last two, so he needs to win. Maybe beat Jack. Maybe beat up Jared Cannonier. What's another bad motherfucker fight? Masvidal uh, versus Diaz two. Masvidal versus Diaz 2. Masvidal versus Diaz 3. Um, maybe even Darren Till versus Nick Diaz at middleweight. Yeah, I was going to say that. <laughs> Darren Till versus Yoel Romero. Ooh. Paulo Costa versus Izzy. Ah, no, those are bad motherfuckers. They're cringy motherfuckers. Usman Covington. Fuck <laughs> off. Oh, <laughs> that is you know, you know that's a bad motherfucker fight Aldo Morais that's a oh my god that is quite a bad motherfucker fight um I mean Holloway is up there with some of the BMFs uh, Ooh, but, Holloway I Volkanovski mean, that one scares me man I like Volkanovski but I don't want to see Holloway lose his belt I think I think Volkanovski might get it done I don't know I don't, I don't see it happening, but City Kickboxing have had a pretty great year. Exactly. City Kickboxing have been killing it. Absolutely. Terrific team of guys in there. Obviously, Izzy, um, who's kicking ass left, right and centre. I'm still never going to accept the fact that he beat Rob. It's just not going to happen. Um, we love you, Rob. Reaper Nation, come on the next podcast. Hashtag Reaper Nation. Yeah, I'm getting Rob on the next podcast. His DMs are open. Oh, shit. Oh shit! <laughs> um, yeah, I think we listed about forty-five there. Yeah, that's um, that's close enough to three. Close enough. Yeah. Uh, next, Samir, which fighters have the potential to beat Khabib? Well, fighters in general, Francis Ngannou. <laughs> First in general, yeah. Francis Ngannou, Steve Miocic, um, Yoel Romero. DC. DC. If we're talking lightweights, Ferguson and Gaethje. Ferguson. Maybe I maybe Gaethje. I think anyone can beat anyone in MMA, but Habib just he has higher odds of winning against most people. Um, I think I think Gaethje actually has a better chance than people give him home, give him credit for. You know, with a D one wrestling background. I know that doesn't mean shit, but the leg case can throw off Khabib's balance and shit. But what if Habib just grabs his leg? Then Gaethje's pretty much fucked. And Gaethje fucking swings. Nico Price versus Khabib. That's the fight. <laughs> Nico Price, he's a bad motherfucker. Nico Price versus anyone will be entertaining. I don't care. 
Nico Christ versus Ben Askren, book it, you know. All, all, all of you guys hopping on the fucking Nico Price hype train. I've been following that motherfucker since 2016. I've been following him since he followed me on Twitter. Oh. <laughs> After he beat Tim Means, I think. Nico Price follows you, follows you on Twitter? Yeah. For fuck's sake. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, Ferguson, maybe Gaethje. And if GSP comes back a lightweight, and I hope he doesn't, uh, GSP. Yeah, or Francis Ngannou, maybe. I don't get the appeal for the GSP versus Habib fight. I just, I uh, don't. I don't get it either. I mean, it's a... Do we even know if GSP can make 155? He says that he can. He says a lot of things. That's true. He said it was coming back to the sport and... It's not really looking like it's, it, it's like the stock market. <laughs> that was an Indian Canadian accent. Give a fuck. <laughs> Your man uh, attempts Canadian accent sounds Indian. There's a great headline. Yeah, you don't come back, please. Can you just like be a commentator or something? I don't know. Yeah, he's I'm a bit Dominic Cruz. Well, if you're going to come back, come by fucking Easy or something in the middle or Usman. Ah, oh, Usman. Fucking Mara. Um, next question from Hingster. I'm about to sneeze. <coughs> Fuck. Um, next question is from Hingster. Uh, who should uh, one sign next? Leo Kuntz. Is it Kuntz or Kuntz? I'm going to go out on a limb and say Kuntz because it was Leo Kuntz's parents hate, hate him. Um, yeah, I, I wouldn't mind that. I think yeah, Leo oh, he's a pretty son. Also, also, um, Nick Neal just got sent to Bellator, you, yeah. To all of you who are listening to this, if you follow me on Twitter, you are a sound lad. Yeah, follow me on Twitter and like my, like my tweet to Kelvin Gaston because we need to show him He's a cheating piece of shit. He's a shit cunt. And Darren Till's gonna knock him dead tonight. Oh my god, that's, that's fucking tonight. I'm gonna lose so much sleep. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, believe me, I was I was so hyped after the wanes last night. I couldn't sleep until like two a.m. So I'm gonna need to stock up on some coffee and shit. So yeah, Leo Kuntz maybe. Ivan Shichurikov. I can't pronounce his name. It's the big Muslim um, guy who got popped. Who else? Ross Houston. Is he out of his contract? He's in, he's in Cage Warriors. Ross Houston. Get him into the UFC. Make him fight Dalby again. Fuck yeah. Um, a question from Hingster that shouldn't be in the podcast. Do we have a release date for the podcast? And I said November 1st. I lied. Oh, uh, well. Um, <laughs> About that, <laughs> any yeah. you hope uh, get signed to a major promotion in twenty twenty? Saw him back the UFC, but he already fucking signed to Bellator. Um, Ross Houston to UFC. I already said that once. Ross Houston to UFC. Paddy Pimlet uh, to the UFC. Ben Askren to the Shadow Realm. <laughs> uh, Leo Leo Kuntz to one. one. Yeah. And give us back Demetrius Johnson, please. 
Oh no, he's doing bits, man. He's doing bits. No. Can we have Sage Northcutt back. Yeah. Can set up Sage Northcutt versus Stephen Wonderboy Thompson, the nicest motherfucker title. Um, have do you have any more questions on your end? Because um, mm-hmm. I've got some. I've got a voice message from um Aaron Jackson, more commonly known as Juice from the fight from the fight. Oh guys. no, it's, it's fighting with myself. He's gonna come for us. He's gonna tell us, "Don't you fucking dare try make podcast." I'm the king of this podcast shit. I've got no more questions on my end. Let's listen to what Juice has to say. He's a fucking lad. Um, I'm not really sure how to work this now. Um, because my first time press play. My first time doing voice message. No, my phone has been a fucking autistic spastic. I'm gonna use that phrase in the future. I know I came up with it. <laughs> okay. Um, oh yeah, fucking you know Zach Walker, right? Yeah, Zach, the lad himself. Right, he went to fucking America, right? And as yeah. he was at the airport, I saw it on his fucking Snapchat story this morning. He met Miracle Crow Cop. He met Crow Cop? Yeah, and he was like twice... You need to stay away from that motherfucker. He was like the same height. Right leg hospital, left leg cemetery. You need to stay the fuck away from Miracle Crow Cop, Zach. Right, I think if I um, I think if I want to get to the voice messages, I need to end the call, but my phone is just not letting me do that. It's just a, it's a black screen. Yikes. So I'm just going to have to close out of the app. Bye, Hayden. All right. And then play the voice message and then tell me what he says because I don't know if I can hear it or not. All right. What's up, lads? This is Juice from the Fighting With Myself podcast. The podcast for the average MMA fan, hosted by an above-average man. And I am that man. I know you are going to roast me, dialect. So I've just got one question. What do you think is going to win between Johnny Walker and Corey Anderson? Personally, I think it's a bad style matchup for Johnny Walker but I'm drinking the feckin' Kool-Aid do you know what I mean like Corey Anderson is a phenomenal wrestler but Johnny Walker is the feckin' truth he's gonna fucking jump and hit a flying knee that's gonna knock Anderson's fucking head off you just heard it here first and by the way I know this is shite come at me oh and one more thing I'm making a list of everyone who says Jorge Macedo's a bum. So if you think that Nate Diaz is going to fucking KO Jorge Macedo, you're on my fucking list. I will fucking come at you, Juice. Uh, thank you for the voice message. Um, um, uh, Hayden isn't here right now, so it's just me. Um, like I said earlier, I think the Johnny Walker wins. I think he wins in very spectacular fashion. I think it's a flying knee. I think he's going to absolutely fucking destroy Corey Anderson. But it's not going to be all Johnny Walker. I think Anderson probably wins the first round, maybe, on the takedown. Uh, maybe he steals the round. Or he gets early in the round and dominates. But I think Johnny Walker, second round knockout. Thank you for the question again, and yes, your accent is shit. Not as good as the one on the Combat uh, Sports 101. Check out that podcast, by the way, because they are fucking awesome. So, yeah. Okay, we're not wasting any time. This is the start of the new segment. I cannot be bothered to wait another 30 seconds. And because the meme of the year, lads. Oh my, right, you guys don't know this. We have five takes of this, right? We've been waiting two hours to get another chance to record this, and it's taken <laughs> us five goals to do this. 
every time I go into MMA Amino to go look for uh, the questions, the app just shuts down. <laughs> oh my god! Right, I know the question now. There was only one question, I think. Um, and if sorry, if you put a question in there and I didn't answer, I'm sorry. I only memorized one of them. Let's do it next time. Yeah, three months. <laughs> <laughs> so the question was from uh, Nick. You, you, you know Nick. Oh, Nick Diaz. Yeah, it came. It Nick came from Nick Diaz. Uh, he said, or he asked, mind me, um, he asked, what made and ideas uh, BMFs and who do you have in the fight and why? Um, well, Masvidal's a BMF because he's a bad motherfucker. He fought with Kimbo Slice and all the lads back in the streets like a long time ago. He's been around. He's been fighting for like so long now. Like, remember when he knocked out Eve Edwards, Eve Edwards in, in Bordog? <clears throat> I actually oh. do remember that. Like, Masvidal's a crazy motherfucker. Same with Nate. Nate. Nate's a crazy motherfucker as well. Nate smokes a lot of weed, so he's a bad motherfucker. Um, you know, he slapped Dana White, for fuck's sake. Whoever slaps Dana White and gets to keep the contract. <laughs> um... I don't know. I think Jorge, he's a, he, he is a BMF because um, he came off a really just kind of really tough time in his career, two-fight losing streak, and he came back in just in such a good fashion, uh, knock, knocking out Darren Till, then knocking out Ben Ashburn and setting the record for the fastest finish in history. Plus, I don't know. I, I was more impressed by the Till knockout than Ashburn. Yeah, they are both very impressive. Um, I know. Yeah, and of course, um, maybe it's because I've seen that about fifteen million times. So UFC yeah. unwrapped on Twitter. If you put that in my timeline again, I'm going to be mad. I've literally, I've literally seen it about seven hundred times this week. Um. One of the greatest knockouts you'll ever see. Yeah, I know it is, John. Um, yeah, Masvidal is a BMF for all those reasons, and like you said, all the street fights. So, uh, and Diaz is because he's Nate Diaz. Subalas. Yeah, he does what he wants. Uh, who do you have and why? Um, I have Diaz by decision because he has better cardio. But Mas- I am not because he's got better strength. I think he's got more weapons. Like but- I am literally, I am fifty. <laughs> I am fifty point fifty to like forty nine point fifty on this fight. The thing about Masvidal is just like he like Nate Diaz kind of like a rhythm to his fights. Masvidal's the best at breaking people's rhythms. He broke down into his rhythm. Ben Askren doesn't have a rhythm except when he's throwing them spinning back fists. Oh my goodness. <laughs> you know, everyone's rhythm apart from really Wonderboy. It's the same level of striking that Wonderboy's on. So I think Masvidal will break his rhythm and knock him out in the third round. Not like knocked out cold. I'm talking like a TKO. Like he'll drop, okay. him. he'll drop him bad. It's like, like the Josh Thompson shit. He'll drop him bad and then he'll see he's hurt enough because he's been in that many fights and he knows when someone's like fucking hurt and he'll jump on him. Boom, boom, boom. Ref stops here. The Rock. 
Isn't that crazy? That's, that's still crazy to me, how The Rock's actually doing this shit. Yeah. Like, I thought I was having a weird dream last night. It was like, The Rock is holding a BMF title while uh, Street Jesus and uh, Mr. Stoner dude are facing off at MSG. This is the weirdest dream ever. The Rock. You know, I really, I, I won't be surprised if Masvidal wins and I won't be surprised if Diaz wins. I just want to see a good fight. Yeah, so long. I don't, I don't want no, uh, I don't want any grappling whatsoever in this fight. <laughs> <coughs> Casual. Grappling's <coughs> um, a no-no. Could you imagine if Masvidal just holds near against the cage in a clinch for like five rounds? It would be the most upset anyone has ever been in the MMA community. Like, right now, I'm trying. I'm trying not to think about this. I'm trying not to jinx us right now. But could you imagine if it's like Derek Lewis, Francis, and Gunn type shit? Oh my god! If you jinx this, you are never speaking to me ever again. I'm gonna get you. Fu- I'm gonna get you sacked. <laughs> I will tell the boys <laughs> that you jinxed the fight. I'll get cancelled on MMA Twitter again. Yep. Also, the guy who sent me that link, who, whoever you are, if you're listening to this, I'm going to hunt you down and I'm going to demand my account back. Cancelled? That was a meme on, on MMA Twitter for like two hours. Yep. Ben Astrid is cancelled. I was literally a meme. I bet Diego Sanchez sent you that weird motherfucker. <clears throat> All right, I think... Yeah, that's all of our viewer questions done. Um, do you have any questions on your end? No, I'm just... Maybe we'll do one next week for Greg Hardy Volkov. Yeah, I might do one on that. And obviously, just the big... Greg Hardy. And obviously, the big review on this. Oh, yeah, for real. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to lie to the lads listening to this right now. The Greg Hardy Volkov podcast might be the funniest one we're ever going to put out. So I'm just going to laugh at Greg Hardy for two hours. <laughs> yeah, man. Like we this this is probably like an hour and a half of a podcast. Like I don't think I think the longest one we ever did was like two hours. That's because we had like everybody. Anyway. Remember the two forty one preview? Yeah, we had Zach, Corey, me, you, and at some point. Yeah, I'd say Nick probably came in came in at some point. That that was a I, I'm gonna try and get Zach back on the podcast because Zach is a good podcaster and he's a good lad, but he doesn't deserve to be Mirko Krokop. Zach's a pretty guy. I had me dying on the two four one preview. <laughs> so hashtag bring hashtag bring Zach back. Um, I think that just about wraps it up for this one. Hayden, thank you for putting up with me. For, uh, for the Greg Hardy one. Oh my god, I got so many things to say. I got so many jokes in the back of my head to say about Greg Hardy. Walk off, woof, woof, woof. Intergen- intergender champ Greg Hardy. <laughs> Darth Vader. <laughs> Asthmatic piece of shit. Greg Hardy's gonna beat the asthma. I mean, uh, Volkov's gonna beat the asthma out of Greg Hardy, man. <laughs> Right, Greg Hardy can't suit with him to get that fucking oxygen rap fight piece of shit. I cannot wait for next week. So 
thank you Hayden for joining on thank you to everyone that's listening hopefully this gets out across MMA Twitter because I don't think we've actually shared an episode on MMA Twitter so when this comes out this one, this one is pretty professional no it wasn't to, to say to, to say it's this we podcast it, it's it's five we it took us five goals to get nine minutes I mean it's professional sounding to them I don't know <laughs> it's the most professional I've ever acted on a podcast you should hear the other ones that we've done I've been clowning out on the past three podcasts saying that Henry Sudo is going to get shot dead what did I even say I said a lot of fucking weird shit Oh, <laughs> uh, we said we said a lot of stuff for that two four eight one preview. Like if Romero loses, Corey's gonna jump off the London Eye. <laughs> uh, <what> a... <laughs> Made a joke about Greg Hardy again. <clears throat> yeah, no, no, of course. Oh, I can't yeah. wait for next week, <laughs> Greg Hardy. Oh, it's right. on that card as well. Oh, there's gonna be some memes. Right. Uh, thank you again, Hayden, for joining me today. Thank you, you right there who's listening to this podcast. I hope you have a wonderful day, and I hope you enjoy the fights. Don't take the fights too seriously. Um, but do take them very seriously. Because if you don't take this seriously, I will come to your house. By the way, and- Hinkster, my boy Hinkster, don't watch the next episode because I'm going to trash you a lot. <laughs> oh. Right. Um, thank you all for listening. Uh, thank you, Hayden, for joining me. Hingsta, don't listen to the next episode. It's not going to be great. <laughs> okay. And I will see you all next week, hopefully. Hopefully. Also, Juice. Sorry about that. Ray Masvidal is not a bum. <laughs>